أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله تبارك وتعالى وسلم على سيدنا محمد سيدنا وسندنا وحبيبنا وشفيعنا ومولانا صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه وأزواجه وذرياته وأهل بيته ومن تبعهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين وبعد الحمد لله Alhamdulillah, who allowed us to reach these Mubarak last 10 days of Ramadan. Alhamdulillah, who gave us the tawfiq to make it to his Mubarak house on this last Mubarak Friday of Ramadan. Possibly if the moon is not sighted at least uh, on the night of the 29th. Alhamdulillah, who gave us the blessings in the tawfiq of having masajid in which the taraweeh is observed. Many of you having listened and having prayed uh, every single night. Alhamdulillah, who gave us the tawfiq that our masajid are populated by mu'takifin, those people who have cut themselves off from the outside world in order to connect themselves with the Creator, Jalla wa'ala. All of this is a blessing. All of this is a ni'mah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for it is to be praised. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is to be praised for it. All of it is a ni'mah that a person cannot make qiyas, a person cannot make analogy between it and other things. Walillahi alhamd, because it's a sign, it's a sign, inshallah, bi'ithnillahi tabarak wa ta'ala, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's love is with us because He doesn't give these things to people that He hates. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept it. May Allah ta'ala rectify whatever we have messed up. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq to do better in whatever we have left. Ameen. Now to look, now to, look to the future. We talked about last week, the Laylatul Qadr. All those things should be fresh in our mind. That these nights are those nights that are like a tailwind. You know a tailwind is you're taking a flight if the tailwind pushes the plane, you may actually get to your destination an hour early. These nights have a madad in them from Allah Ta'ala that are like a tailwind. A person should not waste them. A person should not take them for granted. A person should not overlook them. Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta'ala give you and give me tawfiq. This reminder, I myself am in need of it first before anybody else. Allah Ta'ala give all of us tawfiq. Allah Ta'ala give all of us tawfiq. So everyone say Ameen. If Allah Ta'ala accept from one of us, may accept it from all of us. Ameen. But now look to the future. Why? Because you have to plan. Only a fool shows up on the day of battle and wonders how this is going to turn out. An intelligent man plans from beforehand and engages on his own terms to the degree that he's able to. Once the moon is sighted or 30 days of Ramadan have passed, then it will be Eid. The Eid is a Mubarak day. It is a blessed day. Not just because people wear nice clothes, although that's nice. Not just because people eat and drink all day. Although most of us, to be honest with you, could probably benefit from passing on much of the eating and drinking that happens on Eid. But one day, even hardcore dieters have a cheat day every now and again. Alhamdulillah, if a person does so within reason, that's okay too, I guess. 
It's not a Mubarak day because of any of these other things. It's a Mubarak day. Why? Because it's an occasion on which the believers, they come in the morning. They throng in the morning. They make the dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the morning. To ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that, Ya Allah, we just finished this entire magnificent program of ibadah, of your worship. It lasted an entire month. We had been preparing for it from months in advance. And now we've completed it. We offer it to you for your acceptance. We petition your acceptance of it. Why? Because you can do something or you cannot do it. If you don't do it correctly, it's dead on arrival. You pray without wudu, لا يقبل الله صلاة بلا طهور ولا صدقة من غلول. Allah Ta'ala doesn't accept a prayer that is not preceded by ritual purification. And Allah Ta'ala doesn't accept charity which is given from ill-gotten means. If you don't do things the right way, it's dead on arrival. Don't ask a mufti. You don't need to ask a mufti. You don't need to ask anybody. You know yourself that it never happened. However, if you do things the right way, not just valid, in the most beautiful way possible, you fulfill every sunnah, you fulfill every mustahab, every recommendation with regards to the act, even then, even then, doing something correctly and Allah Ta'ala accepting, these are two separate issues. Doing something correctly, you can learn from a fiqh book. Iblis knew how to do things correctly. But Allah Ta'ala accepting from you, this is a completely different secret, this is a completely different mystery. Those who love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and who Allah ta'ala loves them, this secret and mystery has been divulged to them. But there are many people who are heedless and ignorant of it. A clue is given in the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in a small phrase. إِنَّمَا يَتَقَبَّلَ اللَّهُ مِنَ الْمُتَّقِينَ Allah Ta'ala doesn't accept from anybody. Allah Ta'ala doesn't accept from anybody except for the one who fears Him. Eid is the day people go to petition Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Ya Allah, we did all of this fasting. We prayed these taraweeh, we stayed in i'tikaf, we paid our zakat, we paid all of these other things. We did all of our actions, we refrained from so many actions for your sake. Ya Allah, accept this from us. It's a funny, it's a funny observation that if you were to tell a kafir about Eid, so how do you celebrate your guys' holiday? So well, normally we have five congregational prayers in a day, and then on our holiday we have a sixth one. Let's say, whoa man, your God doesn't ever give you a break? From their point of view, this is probably a valid objection. But from your point of view, from my point of view, look, what is it that you're hoping to achieve through this sixth congregational prayer in the day? There's an ather narrated and attributed to the Prophet 
So one of these books over here, the Khutbat al-Ahkam, I've seen it sitting right oh, there. It is. Bam. It's a, a compilation of like different khutbas for different occasions for people who don't know Arabic or they're not don't feel competent uh, composing their own khutbat. So there's actually a, a narration in, in it for the Eid khutbah that he has. Amazing narration. That when it's their day of Eid, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, baha bihi malaikatahu. Allah ta'ala will boast in front of his angels. He'll show his pride in front of his angels. He'll say, oh ya malaikati, oh my angels, abidi, these slaves of mine. Well, before saying that, he asked them a question. What's the question he asked them? He says, what, what is the recompense of a worker who finishes his job that he's given? And the angels will say, the recompense for a worker who finishes his job is that, that he's given, he should receive his pay. And then he'll say, oh my angels, these slaves of mine, they fulfilled the obligation I imposed upon them. Now they wake up early in the morning and they throng the streets calling upon me and praising me. Oh my angels, I swear an oath. He lists a number of the sifat. Tanzihiyah. The attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala of His transcendence. Ului wa irtifari makani wa izzati wa jalali wa ului wa irtifari makani I swear an oath by my might and by my dignity and by my majesty and my place over all of the creation that nay, verily, indeed, this day, indeed, verily, I will answer their call. And I will accept their worship. And I will reward it. And the last line is like the, my favorite, gets me every single time. He says, and I will write in place of all of their sins good deeds. I will write in place of all of their sins good deeds. This is the generosity of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Only Allah ta'ala has the ability to have this generosity. The created things don't have the ability even to think this way. Um, tell me something, if you're, this is the deal you're going to get. It's worth going to the masjids for a sixth time, right? Even that kafir, if you tell them, hey, you know, like, show up in the morning. I'll take you to buy tickets to see the Super Bowl or the Stupid Bowl or the Stanley Cup or something. They'll show up, right? Or if someone who likes cars, I'll get you the car you like. Or someone who likes other stupid things. Gambling for the arithmetically challenged. Or alcohol or drugs. For people who don't quite understand how physiology works, or at least weren't able to do so in time before getting addicted, they would show up for it. You're getting something, I'm getting something, it's worth showing up in the morning for. But, but, you have to do it right, I have to do it right, we have to do this right. What's the right way of doing this? In addition to all of the things that we talked about, the fasting and the prayer, the taraweeh, none of it is over yet. Don't let the, you know, don't let the air go out of your balloon. Sometimes this happens when the khatam is done, people start, stop coming for taraweeh, people stop. No, finish it strong. Playing, praying the taraweeh is a separate sunnah. The khatam is a separate sunnah. The person who cannot do the khatam should still pray their taraweeh every night. And the person who, uh, 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 you know, for whatever reason can't pray the taraweeh every night, they should try to at least read a khatam of Quran, whether themselves or through their salat. 
all of those things keep doing them i'tikaf all of those things keep doing them don't you know don't give up early you have like these videos on youtube you can see the, the you know someone who's celebrating because he's beating everybody else in the race by so much and so he slows down before the finish line and someone else breezes past don't do that it's not good allah ta'ala deserves better than that from us how is it that you have to do it right there's one important obligation that we haven't mentioned this year yet, that we mentioned last year, that needs to be mentioned again. That Rasulullah sent Sayyidina Abdullah ibn Abbas ta'ala anhu as his representative, as a crier into the streets of Makkah Mukarramah to inform the Meccan people before the Eid al-Fitr. That it is an ob- obligation upon you to pay the zakat al-fitr one sa'ah on behalf of every person. Sayyidina Abdullah bin Abbas ta'ala in another narration, he mentions the purpose of this zakat al-fitr. The sa'a comes out to something, to be honest with you, people are writing $10, $12, that's really on the low end. It depends on how, uh, you know, the, the, the fiqh of it is a long explanation, but it can be anywhere between that, around that $10 amount at the bottom end, and at the top end, something like closer to $60 a person. Wherever you fit in on the scale of what you're making with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, this is something you know, don't cheap out on it. Pay. Unlike the, the zakatul mal, you have to pay, it's per head. It's not based on how much money you have in that sense. But it's per head. And the head of a household is obliged to pay on behalf of all of his dependents. Minors, elders, whoever it is that are their legal dependents, the, per, the head of the household is obliged to pay on their behalf. He explained that the purpose of this is what? The outward purpose of it is? To feed the masakin, to feed the indigent, the people who have nothing to eat or drink. The people for whom Eid will not be a fun day because they're struggling just to get by. The inward purpose of it is what? It's tuhra lissa'im. It is a purification for the person who fasted. Purification means what? In your fast... There are a number of things a person can do that are dumb, that don't necessarily break the fast, technically speaking. You said something you shouldn't have said, I said something I shouldn't have said. You looked at something you shouldn't have looked at, I looked at something I shouldn't have looked at. You wasted your time with something you shouldn't have wasted it with, I wasted my time with something I shouldn't have wasted it with. Taint usually makes something defective, unwanted. When you go to any store, if you see a box of anything you want to buy, you want to buy a widget, and there's like a big stack of boxes of widgets. You're like, what's a widget? doesn't matter. There's a bunch of them. And the box that's closest to you, has like, it's kind of like broken, or it looks like the tape has been ripped, or something like that. What do you do? You put it to the side, and you take the other one, right? This is your opportunity to fix it up before you present it to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, petition Him for His acceptance. That is a tuhra. This is a purification for the one who fasted in his ibadat in this Mubarak month. It is a purification from lahu, from, from vanity and from indecency. 
Allah Ta'ala knows what passes through the heart of a person when they're fasting and what doesn't. This is our chance here. You can clean it up, make it look nice before you, put, you, you give it to, be accepted. This is from the obligations of deen. There is a difference of opinion about it. Imam Abu Hanifa, Imam Malik, their opinion is that this is from the obligations of deen. A person who has the ability to pay it. Imam Abu Hanifa says whoever has the nisab, whoever is liable to pay zakat has to pay this as well. Malik rahimahullah ta'ala goes a step further. He says whoever has this amount of money has to pay it. Even if by paying it that person becomes so poor that they're eligible to receive it as well. Even if they don't have it, they have to borrow the money from somebody else. And they have the ability to pay it within the year. They should borrow it from somebody else and pay it. Why? Because this $12, $13, $15, $17, $20, $30, $35, $40, what do you get in exchange for it? You show up on Eid. Allah Ta'ala accepts from you. Your sins turn into hasanat. This is a really good thing. Your community also, everyone gets to celebrate together. The poor people don't get left out in the cold. This is a good thing as well. This is also necessary for our survival as a community. If the community fails, we will fail as individuals. Stop thinking as an individual. Brothers and sisters, a couple of masail that need to be mentioned again and again with regards to the zakat al-fitr because I grew up over here and I see that people are very heedless about these things. I had to go travel to some, several foreign countries and learn foreign languages in order to realize that the zakat al-fitr is not handled properly in most places in America. For the zakat al-fitr to be validly discharged, just like when you pray Jummah, right? Listening to this talk. If you listen to the talk and you went home, is your Jummah valid? No. For the zakat al-fitr, you went all the way. You came right to the brink, but it's, you didn't get the job done. For the zakat al-fitr to be valid, it has to be received by the hand of the poor person that it's given for. Do you understand what I'm saying? It is not validly given by putting it in a box. It is not validly given by coming into a masjid bank account, or any institutional bank account for that matter. Many masajid will, because the people running the masajid themselves don't invest anything in learning about the deen, to be honest with you. Many will take it and say, oh look, zakat al-fitr, they'll put in the deposit slip, Allah ta'ala accept from you. They don't know. Some of them sadly actually know, and they still eat it up. Or they allow the ambiguity to go because fundraising, nobody likes doing fundraising. And then we breed a weird class of fundraisers that are not people you want to have running your massages, trust me. The zakat al-fitr is not validly discharged until it is received in the hands of the Legitimate recipient, which is what the faqir and maskeen by the zakat definitions of what a faqir and maskeen is. There are some differences of opinion amongst the ulama, but a person has this idea that it's a person who doesn't have enough money to pay their expenses. They don't have to necessarily be starving to death right in front of your eyes, but they're people who struggle to pay the rent and things like that. This is sufficient to, to say, to make their, their monthly uh, payments on their necessities of life for themselves and for their family. Or the alternative to that is what? That the sa'i, the, the official government zakat collector who collects on behalf of the sovereign Muslim government receives it. Then it's discharged as well. 
That doesn't exist right now. If someone's able to make that happen, what are you waiting for? Until then, the poor person has to receive it in their hand. So tell me something. What does this mean? And Sayyidina Abdullah bin Abbas he said this, مَنْ أَدَّاهَا قَبْلَ الصَّلَاةِ فَهِيَ لَهُ الزَّكَاةٌ مَقْبُولَةٌ وَمَنْ أَدَّاهَا بَعْدَ الصَّلَاةِ فَهِيَ صَدَقَةٌ كَسَائِرِ الصَّدَقَاتِ The person who will render it before the Salat al-Eid. For them it is an accepted zakat. For the person who renders it after the Salat, it's just like you gave $12 for anything like on any other day. This, thing, this deal is not going to count for it. Although there is some khilaf amongst the ulama with regards to it, if a person for whatever reason missed it by the salat, they still, according to Malik, at any rate, rahimahullah ta'ala, you can still give it to someone before maghrib. But at any rate, it's still considered late. It's still considered late. It's just not considered so late that it's no longer valid. And it still remains an obligation if a person can't give it at maghrib. At that point, it's just a liability. You don't get the benefit from it, but you still have to pay Tell me something, if you show up on the day of Eid and you put the money in a box and say, oh, alhamdulillah, mashallah, no, you know, Allah ma taqabbal minna. Is that going to happen? Is that going to be discharged? No. We ourselves also have to think about the poor. We also have to have some sympathy for the poor. That there are people who struggle. This is one really weird thing because so many immigrants and so many of the people who were born in Islam in this country are poor and have to struggle or had to struggle until very recently. That we become traumatized and we try to enact our trauma on other people. I had to struggle and nobody helped me. Who here? Raise your hand if people helped you. Nobody helped me. I came here to this country with an empty pocket, blah, blah, blah. I paid for my own college. My dad didn't pay this. My mother didn't pay that. I come from a poor family. I worked my way up. Everybody become all of a sudden, mashallah, when it comes to like wars in Muslim countries, we're all protesting. When it comes to helping the poor, all of us become Republicans. Bam, like that. The Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was not a Republican. You have to have sympathy for the poor. This is part of the ma'rifah of Allah Ta'ala. A person has love for the people who are poor. If no one helped you, Allah helped you. You're the beloved of Allah, what's your problem? Help the poor. Have some sense about it. Have some feeling about them. Don't give your zakat to institutions. Don't give your zakat al-fitr to institutions if you want Allah Ta'ala to accept it. The idea of, if the idea of giving cash to a poor person bothers you, you have a problem. Shaykh, they don't have good spending habits. They're going to go buy a phone with it. But you have a phone as well. What's your problem? We'll give them a grocery card so that they can buy groceries. Okay, I can understand. Someone's a drug addict. They have the needle in their arm. That person is subject to safaha, the rules of safaha and fiqh then somebody should be appointed as a guardian to buy them things regularly or whatever. But just normal people, if you resent the fact that they'll have money and they'll go enjoy with their family and with their kids and they'll go buy something nice for their kids on Eid. This is a problem. This is a, an issue. If you don't know who these people are, someone from the masjid, someone needs to be able to go and talk to somebody who knows who they are. They exist in our community. In this very Jummah, right now, there's somebody who's not going to pay their rent on time. In this Jummah right now, there's somebody who's not going to pay their bills on time. In this Jummah, there's somebody who has school debt, there's someone who has medical debt, there's somebody who has college debt. There are people who have all sorts of different debt, just because they don't walk around like, you know, like to the point where in our countries, in the Muslim world, where we have beggars on the street, 
Do you want to wait until they get to that point that your sisters are standing in front of like gas stations asking people for money? Is that what you want to wait for? This is something very important. It's one of the parts, the precepts of the sunnah that the Prophet ﷺ taught. In this world and the hereafter, the entire institution of shafa'ah is like that. That we're taught that the ummah is like a ship, the ummah is like a body. If it sinks, everyone sinks. If the body, one part hurts, the entire body is, is, is distraught. If one of us makes it, we all make it. We're happy for our brothers when they make it. We're not jealous, we're not haters. And if one of us fails, it's like a failure for all of us. We all have to get together and pull them along with us. Rasulullah himself will delay entering into Jannah for the sake of the sinners of this ummah. And petition the Lord for the sake of the sinners of this ummah. Brothers and sisters, think about this zakat al-fitr and render it properly. Then when you wake up in the morning, قَدْ أَفْلَحَ مَنْ Indeed, successful, happy, felicitous is the one who takes out his zakat. Tazakah in this sense means other things as well. But this is an ishara towards the zakat al-fitr. وَذَكَرَ اسْمَ رَبِّهِ and, re- and praises the name of his Lord. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, La ilaha illa Allah, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, walillahi alhamd. Fasalla, and then they pray that salatul id, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, so many takbirat before the recitation. Be that successful person, be that muflih. Do it right, plan it from ahead of time, give what you need to give. Ahead of time, if the masjid is going to ask them, are they going to give it out to poor people? If they're going to give it to poor people, give it a couple of days in advance so they can find those poor people and give it to them so that your Eid can indeed be a Mubarak Eid. Allah yataqabbal minna minkum. Allah ta'a accept from us all. Wa sallallahu ta'ala wa